Welcome to another episode of Vibrant Visionaries with Heidi Bennett, happily broadcasting from KACRLP Alameda Community Radio. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, this is Heidi, and my vibrant visionary guest today, Kate Byrne, is the president of Intentional Media, and one of the companies under that umbrella, Conscious Company Media, is putting on this world-changing women's summit. So I spoke with Kate, and you're going to hear our conversation here in a moment, but I wanted to let you know a little bit more about the event in in case this is the kind of thing that you're interested in, and also especially because I have a discount code for it that discount code, unsurprisingly, is the word vibrant. So check out World Changing Women's Summit online. You'll know that you found the right thing when you see that it's presented by Conscious Company and that it's January 29th through 31st. 2020 in Sonoma, California. And when you go to register, use the word vibrant and you'll get a discount, $200 discount to be exact. The other thing about this event is I'm going to be covering it. So I will be there podcasting from the event. So I'm just going to read a quick blurb about it. Imagine being in the heart of wine country, connecting with hundreds of other women identifying change agents who are using the power of business to make the world a better place. Picture yourself meeting fellow female business leaders on a guided hike, overlooking vineyards, or laughing with your peers over a meal. This is the World Changing Women Summit, a heartfelt retreat of mission-driven women among the rolling hills of Sonoma, a place to intentionally slow down and incubate connection, inspiration, and rejuvenation with other incredible women. Check out the website for more details at ConsciousCompanyMedia.com slash Women's Summit, or just Google that, and I'm sure you'll find it. And uh, let me know if you're going to go. I would love to meet up with you there and get you on the podcast if you're interested in speaking with me. You can learn about all the speakers, presenters, and people that you'll be communing with there at the website. All right, on with the podcast. Welcome to Vibrant Visionaries. This is Heidi Bennett and my guest today and my squeaky chair. Here's my first guest, (laughs) the squeaky chair. But my featured guest is Kate Byrne. Welcome, Kate. Thanks, Heidi. Looking forward to spending some time with you. Yeah, likewise. Thanks for coming on over to Alameda today. Uh, We're in the... uh, satellite studio at MGH Discovered Art today. So if things sound a little different, that's why, but I think it sounds pretty nice so far in here. Yeah, it's a very cool space. Yeah, this is the um, gallery that's in Alameda, and then there's one in New York too. So I'll I'll share a link of that because I haven't really spoken about that. This is where I get to hang out in Alameda. Um, Michelle, the owner of this, this business, she lets me use this as my satellite office. So today it's Satellite podcast studio. <laughs> nice, nice. Tell me a little bit about this event that's coming up. It's um, This re- will be released in the beginning of January, and you've got something going on at the end of January. And I wanted to have you on because it sounded like something I would really be into and that folks that listen that are, especially people here in the Bay Area that are uh, uh, women creators and women who run their own businesses. We have a lot of those folks that are listeners. So can you tell me about the, the summit? Gladly. So uh, the event is called the World Changing Women's Summit, and it's going to be happening up at the Sonoma Lodge, which is obviously in Sonoma. 
Uh, and it's going to be running from January 29th through the 31st. And we're really excited for a couple of reasons. Uh, this will be the fourth time we've done it. Historically, we've done it down in, uh, in Santa Cruz, but we really made a very concerted decision to move it up to Sonoma. One of the reasons why is we really wanted to support the people there who have gone through so much over the last two to three years in terms of the fire. Mm. And a number of folks up there, the businesses are female run. Um, they have a terrific female uh, mayor who will be joining us. And uh, we just thought it was a really great setting uh, to talk about people who, women in particular, who are changing the way world um, business is done. So one of the things that we've been watching over the last four years is this, the beginning of the crumbling, if you will, of old school paradigms. And that could be government, it could be politics, or finance. And uh, to me, not surprising, a lot of the change is being driven by women leaders. And they're doing it from a different standpoint. They're actually relying a great deal on um, their heart, so with compassion. They're also definitely depending upon how do we link arms and do it together, and so demonstrating some collaboration. So we've got some great speakers. Uh, we're very excited because we're going to be focusing a lot on a uh, subject that actually came up back in the, at the very first event. And it was uh, talking about, you know, how can, how can white women be better allies? How can we women be better allies to each other? Mm. We all like to point our fingers out at men, guys, people who identify as men as the, you know, they're the problem. Actually, ladies, I'm going to say that that we are oftentimes are so many times our own worst enemy. And I think that's, I think that's part of how we were raised mm -hmm. um, from this whole notion of not enough, you know, scarcity. And if we can all just remember, and that's part of the thing, the beauty of this event is because we address the person, the attendee from a holistic standpoint, you are, you fair, feel very held, but you also get to this place where when you see someone talking about achieving something great you actually recognize them as a mirror mm. of what is coming for you. And if we could all just continue to do that and, and then turn around and bring others up behind us and make sure that our daughters and our sons practice that, gosh, what a different world that would be. So that's a little of something that's going to be happening up in Sonoma. We'd love to have everybody come. That automatically makes me think of this gif that is on Twitter that a lot of women in the Lady Pod Squad, a podcasting community I'm in, <laughs> I don't know where it was originally made, but a lot of it gets repeated and it's the, it's an illustration, but it's a, a moving illustration since the GIF and it's like a woman lifting another woman up foot by hoisting. foot by foot, hoisting, hoisting. And it just, you know, it's a continual loop and it's all color, shape, sizes, ability. Well, I don't think there's a wheelchair person in there, but you, you get the idea. We'll get there. We'll get there. There might be now. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's, I'm glad that you brought that subject up because when I was brought up, I wasn't brought up to compete necessarily against other women, but I was brought up feeling like there were certain roles I was supposed to take. One of them was like caregiving to others and always, and I mean, to have empathy and be able to go, oh, well, you know, walk a step in their shoes is valuable. But if you're doing that all the time, sometimes you forget about yourself. Yep. So then sometimes we're learning that. So like the pendulum can swing that way where you're like, this year is 
the year of Heidi and I'm not going to be walking in your shoes. I got to walk in my own. But then the other thing is that I remember learning also about was self-esteem and self-esteem always seemed like it was in comparison to others. So you're going to be the best in your class at this. You're going to be the best in this instead of like this linking arms and let's all use our own natural skills and gifts to help each other, it's, it's somehow one of us needs to be on top. Yeah. You know, and I know. it's just outmoded. I, and I think, believe me, there was a period when I was a single mom and I was doing a bi-coastal relationship who did end up becoming my husband, is my husband now, happily, yay. But I'll tell you, I was the queen of superwoman and I was giving and giving and giving and giving and giving and giving and giving. There's a gift in giving, but there's also a real gift in receiving. And if you're just depleting yourself, then you're no, that's not helpful to anybody, really. In fact, it's its a drag to be around. Also, it takes a certain amount of confidence and self-awareness. You know, one of the things that we that we're looking a lot around that this particular, you know, I were, I'm the president of intentional media. And so what intentional does is we own SOCAP, which has been around for 12 years and early movers. I'd say the converted, if you will, in the space of impact investing, a lot of social entrepreneurs, we have total impact that helps traditional. So think banks, kind of the most corporate financial crew you can and how they, why they want to start getting involved. And then we have Conscious Company, which is really about next generation leadership, best practices, many of whom are uh, across all three of those brands are women. Part of, the, part of the thing that we've had to come to terms with is how are we, if our true north, right, is how do we make this a world where all can thrive, consume and act and live and run their businesses for good? Well, I'll tell you what, we can't do that alone. So you, you've got to really park your ego at the door and figure out, okay, how do we get more people involved? Well, to that end, one of the things that we've just discovered and really want to focus on with women is everyone first thinks, oh my gosh, we have to give women money, which is great. Please do bring it on, bring it on. I'm happy to receive I, any I, money you'd like I, to give everybody. I have got a college <laughs> tuition, so please, all, please, I will receive it. But the thing is... What we also have to do is we have to do that inner work, something you and I were talking a little bit about before we um, went on the air. Mm -hmm. And really what it is, is we've got to help women feel comfortable receiving that money and keeping it. Otherwise, it's ingrained oftentimes that self-sabotage based on familial or ancestral vows that we made and feeling, oh my gosh, we're bad. People won't like me if I'm doing well or I'm wealthy or what do I'm going to do? So everyone ends up losing the money and then there's no good done. So that's really one of the things that we're focusing that I believe makes this event coming up on the 29th to 31st really unique is we focus a lot on the internal. Uh, it's not unusual and I'm not saying it's a huge cry fest. It's not at all, but it's a very... It's a very poignant and very uh, thoughtful, thought-provoking experience, uh, and it's terrific. And you'll end up meeting significant strangers, having you know serendipitous moments. And you, years from now, if you were to meet them again, you'd go right back to where you were because there is such a circle, uh, an environment of trust, and everyone is held that you really can be that vulnerable. And it's going to require each of us becoming that vulnerable to really, I think, make the change that that we all know is coming and for us to be the comfortable leaders that we can in driving that change. Well, I just recently came back from uh, an incredible event 
called She Podcasts Live. And the women who put that on put such intention into like real diversity, like the, the, the numbers they reached and exceeded what they wanted as far as people from a variety of backgrounds and experiences and inclusivity in a way that you could not feel uncomfortable there. They, uh, I was a speaker there, and and they again and again, not not in an annoying way, but in a wonderful way, in a supportive way, you know, reminded us of the core values of the event, so that we could come to that event knowing that we were there to support. Statistically, the people that were coming were mostly women who had just started a podcast or never had a podcast before. And we were there to support them wherever they were at, that they could ask questions, they could feel not just supported, but lifted and inspired. And I meditated on that every single morning. Every single morning I woke at that event and said, today, this is my job. And I mean, it was for me too. So my lead word for the event was compassion. To me, it's always a circle of compassion. I can be compassionate towards myself and get enough rest for the event, get my introvert side taken care of, and then go out when my extrovert side's ready to be taken care of. But go out saying that whoever I meet today, I'm going to meet them wherever they're at. If they want to ask me about podcasting, I can't wait to share what it is they're kind of needing around that. And that was like a role I was happy to take on. But I also got to feel very supported there as well. So putting out more events like this, I think just to connect all the dots, when we feel at ease and are able to come and be vulnerable because we feel supported, we grow stronger in who we are as our, and, and vulnerable enough to ask questions and learn, but also share our gifts. The word networking doesn't feel weird anymore because it just means like, let's connect, let's see how we might collaborate or lift each other or make a new thing happen that I didn't even know existed until the two of us met. You know, it's a, a magical place to create things that can be concrete, amazing things that lead the world and you don't even know right now what those things are that you're setting in motion. You have um, three years so far of things that have happened and now you get to do a fourth year. So above all else, what are you wanting to provide for the world through creating this event? Like what is this event for you at its max success level? To me at its max success level is, I think of it as something one day building into something of a global campfire. That's what intentional overall is, but really a, a campfire around which many voices, all shapes, sizes, loud volumes, etc., uh, can actually get together and gather and have hard conversations, but also positive conversations that then provide the network to whom people can figure out how can I drive whatever my particular little piece of magical change is that I'm supposed to be doing my mission. I now have a trusted cohort that I can turn to, and they're going to tell me when I'm being wickedly smart. They're also going to tell me, oh my God, yeah, it may seem like that's a great idea, but here's kind of why you don't. And that they're going to share their learnings, right? I think that's a key thing is realizing that when there's a misstep, it's not a huge, big flaming fail. It's like, oh, thank the Lord. You just put me in the right direction. And so I think it's this trusted network and trusted community upon which they can tap into for both nurturing, but also partnership and building the change that they want to build. 
So I don't think there's, is there anything else you felt like you wanted to cover today before we kind of wrap up? Well, you know, um, World Change Women Summit, we also have a podcast too. Oh, awesome. So we'd love to, we should quid pro quo podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. What, I don't know. What do you enjoy about making events? So I, the piece I love mm-hmm. is actually connecting the people. So for me, uh, it's utilizing my social capital mm-hmm. and my connections and putting it to work for others. Because I think each one of us thinks, oh gosh, nobody really cares about this world or my world or whatever, but you'd be shocked. Yeah, they do. And you, everyone's medicine is worthy of being listened to. And so I think for me, I get a kick out of, um, knowing my creativity of connecting unusual dots. Nothing feels better than when someone is really wanting to do something and you heard someone else over here and you're thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to save you like six months or a year. So for me, I love that. And as you put it very beautifully, I'm a huge believer in that meeting people where they're at. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm. And I think so often we get so caught in the stories in our heads where I am at, I'm at a podcast series, so I have to be an expert on podcast. I'm afraid to tell you that I don't know X, Y, Z, but everybody else doesn't necessarily know X, Y, Z. And so I think it makes everyone feel that much more comfortable. And it's just, I don't know. I'm a huge believer in the wisdom of the crowd. Amen, sister. (laughs) It's a very wise crowd. If it was just me, oh my gosh, done in a minute. I was going to, not even a day, just done. (laughs) <laughs> no, I love that. And, and, um, since this is coming out in the new year, um, I'm going to be sharing also a lot of what people, um, are wanting less of in the new year and wanting more of. And for me, some of the things I would like more of, um, is, is, is going out into nature and just moving in nature and being around and kind of reconnecting to, to water and swimming and trees and, even taking the equipment out and recording maybe some podcasts of nature and hearing some, some birds in the background, you know, I love that idea. Well, you know, and true, right. So it is said that there are different ecosystems for different things that you need. Mm -hmm. So when you're in trees, it's, you need to be witnessed. Yeah. And I love that. That just gives you such, such stuff. And when it's out in the water, it's emotion. I, uh, when I was going through a very transitional time in my life, I would walk my dog every day. We had to go to this marsh and it's because it was all about transformation, Mm, right? mm. You had earth and wind and sky and all of that. So, um, Oh my gosh. So yeah, nature, but getting together in real life with more people is always a goal for, for me. Um, so people out there that are my friends, people out there that want to meet up in real life. I I love doing that. And you know, something you just said, um, sparked something in my mind and it was that whole notion of the beauty of of, of meeting in person as you, as you see the reality of the interaction, whereas hello, how many times have we been all capsed in a Slack (laughs) or an email, or there was just a curt response and you thought, what the heck is wrong with you? And it literally is because somebody was driving and they got a green light. And so the stoplight stopped. So they had to, I mean, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't drive. No, don't do as I say, not as I do full transparency, but you know what I mean? So there's always that ugly unintended tone, right? Or just unreadable and you read it a different, yeah. Yeah. So for the new year for you, just what, what are you looking forward to in, in sort of manifesting a bit more of in 2020 or finding a bit more time for? Yeah. So, um, uh, three different fronts. One is here at Intentional, we've been really, I've been leading a very 
an integration of companies and a restructure. So I'm really excited to see that take hold and really start just gelling and then everything that comes from a result of that. So making all that really hard work this year pay off. Um, I'm very excited to do some more travel. Uh, my husband and I are actually going to, um, we found it super cheap. There's a little town, Volterra in Italy mm. and, uh, for 45 bucks a night, mm. you can get this little Airbnb. So we're going to go there and we're going to test doing some work. We're going to work from there, which I think sounds like heaven, mm-hmm. um, for sure. And then actually I really want to start using my voice more. Mm. So things like this mm-hmm. and helping and helping others use their voice more. So doing panels and conversations or doing more writing and things like that. Awesome. Um, yeah. So just to, to throw in a little bit of mine too, is I, I love podcasting and I would love to moderate more panels, but I, I loved speaking at the, she podcast live. We got to mm. speak about burnout. It was a panel, three, Great. three different women podcasters. And it was a, a real combination of like holistic assistance and technical assistance like uh, i can only imagine yeah (laughs) (laughs) one begets the other exactly that one is a karmic wheel (laughs) i enjoyed it so much i would love the opportunity to do that more talking with people about how to increase their um, compassion to help with communication um but also to increase your creativity and your confidence your creative confidence, your ability to collaborate and get to know other people better, whether you identify as introverted or or extroverted or anything or like neurodivergent. A lot of listeners I'm finding are, you know, identify or are, um, you know, on the spectrum or have ADHD, ADD. That's also that all that energetic stuff you pick up and then you're exhausted or you're in a foul mood mm-hmm. or you're despondent mm-hmm. and you're trying to figure out why it's not even your stuff. Yeah. It's because you've picked all this other up. So it's got to be incredibly helpful and a relief in a lot of ways to discover, okay, so now I can actually build a plan or there's a solution or I just need to make sure that I'm self-care preparing myself or giving myself permission to say, no, I'm not going to go be a part right. of that because it's going to be. Right. And that's how when we create events, um, summits, workshops, one of my great wishes, I guess, as, as a compassion teacher, is to help people understand how they they can both be an advocate for themselves, but also interact with other people. <laughs> so like to be able to like <laughs> give yourself the space you need. But then also reach out and talk with other people to help people who are making events and coordinating events be sensitive to what people are bringing. Like you said, like, like, um, you know, hold the space for them, mm-hmm. but also help them with the tools that if they need to step away, that they just understand that that's what they need to do. And, and that we're all fine with that. However you're showing up, it's cool, dude. It's, yep. it's fine. <laughs> yep. Again, make sure that you're meeting people where they're at. Yeah. Which is a huge piece. And actually, I'm so glad you brought up introverts. Because as you can perhaps tell, um, I, while I am an extrovert, I also need time when I can just totally burrow in and close down and do whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's exhausting because a lot of times people will sit there and say, well, why are you so quiet? Because I need to be. And uh, I think just respecting where people are at and how they're coming across just give them as totally. a teacher of mine once told me just the, the normal regular pace is um 
slow to medium. This medium to fast thing, slow to medium. The beauty's in the pause and in the exhale. So make sure that you integrate more pausing and exhaling. <sighs> Let's end the podcast there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, Kate, thank you so much for thank you. joining Are you me. kidding? My pleasure. Anytime. Absolutely a joy. And I look forward to seeing you at the event. I can't wait. I can't wait to listening to all of your podcasts and seeing what you do with all your creative, oh my gosh. Uh, vibrant, visionary work and your coaching. You've just got so much magic in your eye Aww. and in your voice and in your heart. <laughs> thank you for everything that you do. Thank you so much. Um, it's been a pleasure. And uh, that'll be it. Thanks yeah. again. See you on the 29th. Bye. Bye. That wraps up another episode of Vibrant Visionaries with Heidi Bennett. I'm a business and wellness coach for multi-creatives. If you're curious about what it's like working with me, you can find me at HeidiBennett.com. And if you'd like to hear all the other episodes of Vibrant Visionaries, you can check out VibrantVisionaries.com. Thanks for listening to KACR LP Alameda Community Radio. Ciao.